Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Good evening, Roseback Nation. I want to welcome you to the only one and only Hog Talk podcast live from the Sterling Soap and Roaster Studios, part of the Believe and Buzz Radio Networks where you can hear us on all podcast platforms as well as Buzz to 106.7 in Central Arkansas. So please like, rate, and review our podcast. And all live shows are presented to you by Arkansas Brewing Company in downtown Ozark. I'm your host, Porter Hayes, and we're also brought to you by Bet Online. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get on on the action. Remember to use the promo code BLEAV for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposits. Bet online where the game starts, and we go right to the Metters hotline and bring in Jason Watson from the Arkansas volleyball team. Always a pleasure having you on to preview the season, talk about the team on so I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, this is wonderful. Um, you know, uh, getting this opportunity just reminds me that the season is a lot closer <laughs> than I'd like it to be, you know. But uh, but uh, we're excited for this platform to get to share uh, the sport of volleyball and certainly the sport of volleyball in Arkansas. And with the rise of your, your program, I mean, you know, just the popularity that it's gained and, you know, it, it, we're seeing it in all of the sports that – you know, we're following recruits, we're following transfer portals, and there's used to what would be a quiet offseason for some of these programs. You're getting year-round attention, and so how cool has that been that, you know, we're doing the plane trackers and we're doing all the, you know, when you get transfer portal players in, that they're getting a welcome right away from, you know, fans and like us media on social media. Yeah, I think as we see volleyball evolve, you know, I think we're all, those of us that were in it, uh, certainly we're hoping for these days, you know, where where the attention becomes on the athletes and the attention becomes on uh, the coaches and people are interested in, in the sport in general, enough to follow it, you know. And uh, I think what we're beginning to see, especially here at, at Arkansas, now, we've also always had this kind of centric volleyball following, you know, that, that, that they were volleyball people. And now I think we're seeing it where Razorback fans, who are general fans of athletics at Arkansas, are now acknowledging that this sport is something that they can be, uh, they can get behind. Um, and what happens there, right, it just generates an enormous amount of interest from our fan base but it also legitimizes our sport to recruits, to the current athletes, and to uh, to everybody that's trying to continue to uh, promote Arkansas volleyball. So it's a really fun stage, and it's great to be a part of. And I always want to thank you because without you um, and the platform you're providing us, then it doesn't continue, you know. And so this is this is a wonderful thing, and we're we're greatly humbled to be a part of it. Well, I, I really appreciate that, and we, we talked before we started recording, you know, about the, you know, just the n- number of media that's now covering the programs, and you see it grow year after year, and, and of course, winning and having successful programs play into that, but, you know, we're also seeing that in the camps. I, I sent my niece up there for the camp, and she was just talking about how many people we're at these camps and they're sold out. Like there was a couple of them. I was trying to pick and choose what would be best for her. And 
I'm seeing a lot of sold out camps. So, you know, how have you seen just those turnouts from the time you started until now of these high school kids and junior high kids wanting to come up and be a part of your, your program, even if it is just for a day in the camp? Yeah, I think when it, when it comes to camps, I mean, that's a, just a, such a great outreach for not only us, but for our, for our athletes who work those camps. You know, uh, uh, I like it that they work those camps because they figure out that coaching's pretty tough, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully they, uh, they, they give us uh, some empathy as we work towards the, the season there a little bit. But um, I'll say that not only has the popularity of uh, volleyball and our camps grown, the quality of people who are coming to those camps uh, in terms of their athletic ability, their experiences uh, makes the camp a much more competitive environment, makes it a, a much more uh, enjoyable environment for everybody. So the quality of play is getting better. And, and I think I've shared with you over the time, it's not because there isn't a lack of really good coaches here in the state of Arkansas, both club and high school. It, it, it's still a relatively young sport, but now we're seeing, uh, athletes, really good athletes, uh, choosing to play our sport uh, within the state of Arkansas, and so um, that's that development has been um, has been really, really great to see as as we continue down this path of trying to you know rise all the ships here. And I'm sure from a recruiting standpoint, you know, um, it's kind of refreshing seeing that you know, there is some Arkansas kids on that radar, that the ones that – and with club ball, like you see it with softball and, and, and soccer, the, the club and the travel ball, it's just like that in volleyball. I got my first taste of that volleyball, travel ball life. And, you know, the, there's so many kids playing from, you know, 10 under, you know, 14, 15, up to 18 years old playing club volleyball. And, you know, I, we were in Springdale, and there was like two, 300 kids there. So I know it's refreshing to you that – you know, you have these kids that we know how recruiting goes, and if you have a top player in Arkansas, it's like, why aren't they going to Arkansas? But now you actually are looking at this top talent, and they have that D1 potential where you can go grab these in-state kids. Yeah, and, and what we're also seeing, of course, is there's uh, there's more competition for those kids than just us, you know. And, um, and so it's not always – Hey, this just seems like a natural fit. So, um, and we've got to compete. We've got to compete, and we've got to be able to provide them the resources and and the experiences and and, and things just uh, as everyone else does. But um, but yeah, that increased uh, level of interest, coupled with the increased level of competition, I think is making for much uh, richer uh, recruiting grounds here within the state of Arkansas. So. Uh, again, it's an exciting development to see. Yeah, and, and think I remember the last time we talked too. We we're talking about you know more people coming to the games, and we wish and and with you battling high school football on Fridays, but yet it seems like you, you've kind of overcome that. You know the hurdle you you overcome the hurdles of getting people out on a Friday night or a Saturday or a Sunday to come watch you play and the attendance keeps on going up. And, and I wanted to, you know, when you got to Arkansas and we're talking about the popularity and the attendance, you know, your vision of what you've seen Arkansas becoming, now it's starting to come into fruition. I mean, how does that make you feel all these years later? Now things are really starting to blossom into what you've seen when you stepped on foot at, at Arkansas. 
Yeah, so I, I don't think I ever wavered on the fact that this could be a wonderful institution with a great volleyball program. And it's taken us a while to get there. And um, I mean, we've had a fan base that's followed us the entire time, you know, and that's uh, our core season ticket holders. And that number continues to climb and climb and climb. Um, we had an event on Saturday for them. We had 160 of them. Um, but there's more than that that have signed up for season tickets. Um, we kid with them. Hey, if you come, you got to bring a friend. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and so, but that's, that's happening. Um, and we're seeing the student population go up. We're seeing, um, more and more people, uh, make, uh, make it to Fayetteville for volleyball. And, uh, and we know of course that, you know, people make it to Fayetteville for men's and women's basketball. They make it for football They certainly make it for baseball. Softball is growing. Gymnastics is growing. And, um, you know, and soccer is growing. We're all growing and we're seeing that in volleyball too, where, where we're growing that, uh, as we talked about, it's not just volleyball fans that are coming to volleyball matches. There are the Razorback faithful are now embracing our sport. And I'll say this about Bonhill and, um, you know, if you watched a, a basketball game in Bond Hill, you appreciate how close you could get to the action. Yes. How, how intimate that, that, that feeling was. Well, that hasn't gone away just because basketball isn't in here anymore. You can get that same feeling in a volleyball game because you can get that closer. And I'm biased enough to say that uh, you can watch us on TV, which is wonderful. But I don't know if you get a true sense of just how high they jump and how hard they hit if you don't see it in, in person. And, um, and so that's my subtle plug there for, for our audience to, Hey, if you're in Fayetteville and we happen to be playing, Hey, come on in to Bond Hill. It's, it's a good time. It, it, it's funny how, you know, recruiting pitch we, we hear in all sports, if you can just get the kids on campus, they have a, you know, we got a good chance of getting them to be a part of our programs. It's the same thing with the fans. I've heard so many fans in various sports be like, I've never watched a volleyball game. I've never watched a soccer game. I've never watched a softball game. But as soon as I went, I was hooked. I, I got that same feeling the first time I, you know, covered a volleyball game, and I believe it was the Colorado game last year. And really being able to be a part of that atmosphere. And Barnhill is different. It just holds in sound. And, you know, having the band there and, and, and the cheerleaders and, it really makes you feel, even if you have half the crowd, it makes it feel like a jam-packed Bud Walton arena. just has that energy. And I know in a sports like gymnastics and volleyball who use Barnhill, I know that it's got to give them a, a, an edge when it comes to performing and, you know, hear, you know, good, good kill or a dig or a good rally, and then the crowd gets behind it. You know, that's got to pump you, know, pump you up. And, and your home record shows that of just how well Arkansas plays inside Barnhill. Yeah, well, uh, we, I, I think last year we, we had a moment there where we, we beat some top 10 teams. And, uh, and uh, you know, I'm not this emotional guy, I think. You know, I'm, I'm certainly not this emotional coach. But, um, but the emotion of the moment got away from me a little bit. And um, I thought, why not, uh, hey, 40 minutes of hell on the volleyball court. Why don't we do that, you know? And, um and I just feel that that's, that's Bonhill. I mean, that's Bonhill. I, and um, and, and I, I love every aspect of this building. And, uh, and so 
you know, you can get close to the action. Now kids are appreciative of your attendance. You know, they're going to hang out and they're going to tell you thank you. And they're going to engage with uh, the young athletes that are there um, because they feel responsible for, you know, being wonderful role models for that next generation of volleyball players that are coming up in, in Arkansas. So there's so many layers to that. And, and certainly the band helps. I mean, they're remarkable. And um, we, we love that they're here because they certainly don't make it easy on the opponents. And that, as, as well as bands should, right? They shouldn't <laughs> make it easy on their opponents. And, yeah. Uh, and they're, they're a remarkable part of Bond Hill, I think. That, that up, you know, the opposing team wants to stay on the scoreboard side as much as possible when, yeah. when it comes to it. But, you know, you said something that caught my attention. You know, you're talking about usually you're, you're a quiet guy. You're not an emotional guy. But, you know, sometimes, and I've talked to Colby Hale and, and, and Courtney Dyfel and Jordan Weaver the, and, and Mike Neighbors, you know, the, these coaches that have been at programs at Arkansas that just hadn't had just a lot of success. And, you know, there, there's got to be a time where you have to be human and allow yourself to see where you're at. And I'm speaking directly to, to you and your, in your volleyball program of when you beat a top 10 ranked team, you, you got to allow yourself to soak it in and enjoy it because if it wasn't for what you've done for this program and, and the recruits and getting these teams together, Arkansas volleyball wouldn't be where it is. And the fans, we, we appreciate, you know, what y'all have done and, and players like Taylor and Jillian, you know, and, and Maggie to be able to be those trendsetters like everybody else in the other programs. It's nice for them to get, rewarded for the hard work and sticking around, especially I know we've had our fair share of, you know, portal players coming in and helping the program, but those ones that, you know, have come in and, and stayed the course, you know, it's got to mean a lot to them for the ones that you look at Taylor Head, you know, senior and Jillian graduate that we've covered since they were both freshmen, you know, it's so the hard work pays off and they get to be rewarded for success in helping build this program. Yeah, I think that's what makes it emotional for me. And I'll take it one step further there. You know, when you consider an athlete like Haley Dougal that graduated, who who had actually been here six years, you know, and um, and um, uh, and so I I can't remember coaching an Arkansas team without Haley Dougal on it, you know, because yeah. she was here for, <laughs> for a while, you know. And um, but to see her. Uh, experience in her senior year last year, what we all thought this program could be and had worked towards it. And, and certainly uh, success of this program is not due to one person or a coach. It, it's due to the collective work ethic of everyone. But, um, but yeah, there is some, it's hard not to get emotional in those moments when you, when you knock off a team that uh, perhaps people don't think you should or can or could that, um, that the only people that really believed are the people that are in that locker room. That's what makes it special. And that's what I think makes college athletics just so wonderful, right? It's just that you've got this group of kids that are all in the same phase of their life, uh, putting aside their own self-interest for the good of the team in some hope that they're going to get some reward, but it's not guaranteed. And, um, and I've found that our fan base here, our true fans, you know, that are greatly appreciative of effort. Uh, they love outcome, but they're greatly appreciative of effort and character 
uh, and uh, we'll we'll support you in in that. And I've never felt anything but support from our fan base. And looking at this year's roster, I think uh, you you could say this is your most veteran team you you've probably had at Arkansas. Looking at a lot of graduates, a lot of juniors and seniors leading the way with Maggie Cartwright. You also got Jillian Gillen, Jill Gillen, and and Taylor Head. So. Coming into a season like this where you got your taste of success and now you're going into 2023, you know, how much is that really going to help you with, with a non-conference schedule that features a lot of heavy hitters when it comes to the world of volleyball? Yeah, it, it certainly does. And, and the, the schedule is a challenging schedule. But uh, this is a deep roster. It's a big roster. It's the biggest roster we've had. 19 athletes is a lot of athletes on um, on a volleyball team. Uh but I think that speaks to the popularity of the sport. Uh, I think it speaks to the popularity of playing volleyball at Arkansas that, uh, that we have that many uh, athletes. It's a bit of a challenge as a coach to satisfy the needs of all 19 and, and so far so good, but uh, we've got, you know, some, some teething problems as we go through trying to get everyone the reps that they, they need. But, um, but, but certainly it is deep and it's talented and it's experienced and, um, uh, and I think that level of experience uh, gives us the confidence to go schedule the way that we did. Um, but uh, there's one thing to be the first team that gets through the wall to the NCAA tournament. You know, that that team last year, you know, has had a chip on its shoulder for a long time as they feel like they were denied two years in a row before we got there, an NCAA tournament bid. And so we talked about that today in practice. You know, I'm a little concerned that that chip of getting to the tournament was such a driving and motivating factor. What is it now? You know, what is the chip that we're going to have on our shoulder? And, and I think those like yourself that's been around the program uh, have a sense of what, how well we do with the chip on our shoulder, right? We, we really, uh, we, we, we really like having a chip on our shoulder, you know, cause we got a collection of kids, even though we're deep and talented that, over the course of their career, have probably been told that they weren't good enough to play D1 or they weren't tall enough or they didn't jump high enough or they weren't all of this. And that group of athletes finished in the top 25 last year. And um, that's exciting. But we, we got to find a, a, a pretty good why as we head into this season. And, and I, I think, and this is not to pat myself on the back or anything, but, but it's just covering the, the women's side of things for so long. I think it's, can you do it again? I think we, we've seen this narrative. Okay, you, you, you've won. You know, you, you, you've got to the tournament. But can, can you do it again? Or it it's always seems like, and not to bring this into a men's versus women's world, but I've just noticed it at, at Arkansas. It's like, well, can you win? Okay, well, can you do it again? It's, there's always something you can add to that chip. And, and I think it would be one of them deals of, okay, can, can you make it again? You know, was last year a fluke or was it just because of, you know, X, Y, and Z? So if you look for an example, I mean, it, it could be like, hey, can we get back there? Hey, can we send these seniors off? You know, these, these, the ones that set the foundation for this team, can we get back? You know, is that, that's, that's what I've noticed in a lot of these because you, you look at soccer that won three in a row and then they fall off and don't win the SEC championship for a fourth consecutive year. And it's like the sky's falling off, you know, well, that, well, they can't do it again. Or softball, you know, won back-to-back, win SEC championship, and then they get put out in regional the following year. And it's like, 
oh, what's happening to the softball program? So I think there is a little bit more pressure when it comes to winning and staying in the women's side of things than it is from the men's side of it. Well, you know, I think there's, there's, there's pressure to win, you know, and that's the metric that we're all measured by. And we understand that. Um, what, what I also understand is winning is hard. Like it's hard to win. Um, and, um, and it speaks a lot to the programs that you mentioned that winning at a high rate is now the norm, not the exception. And, um, and, and I think we, as a blossoming program, look to those programs and, uh, how do they do that? I mean, we had Coach Dyfel come talk to our team before we went to the NCAA tournament, um, and she was wonderful. We had Coach Pittman come and talk to our team before we entered the, the NCAA tournament, um, and he was magnificent uh, in that. And I'll just acknowledge, too, that the, the probably Coach Pittman has been to more volleyball matches than some of your your listeners. And um, and, and last year he was in attendance in quite a, quite a few, and uh, – he made it clear that he's a softball guy. You know, we know that. <laughs> we know where we fall on his depth chart. But the mere fact that the that the busiest guy on our campus can find time to come to our game means a lot to a lot to our our, our team. But um, but yeah, can we do it again? But it's this group doesn't want to just go. I mean, they're not yeah. satisfied with just going. They want to go and stay at the party for as long as as, as they they can. And this schedule that we have, uh, you know, if we do a job promises to set us up to be able to do that yeah and it starts off i mean very very soon and i was looking and, and i asked you just to make sure it was right you know alma arkansas high school you start off in alma in my in my neck of the woods so i'm really looking forward to on saturday august 19th you you start off the season with the exhibition against missouri state and then the razorback classic starts the 25th and 27th against michigan state tulsa and then you look at wisconsin so we Colorado State, Michigan. So, yeah, uh, your first month of, of play looks looks pretty brutal when it comes to, you know, these teams and, and these Big Ten teams when it comes to volleyball for those who aren't, you know, familiar with the volleyball game. I mean, that they're very well-rounded, very stout teams just like they are in football. And this is not an easy, you know – or what I should say, non-conference schedule. But if you take what you had last year with Washington and Georgia Tech, you replace it with Wisconsin, Michigan State, and Michigan. It's kind of like the same schedule, even out, if you would agree or disagree. But, I mean, but it's what you're used to. It's not like you're throwing your team into the wolves. This is what they are prepared for. And so just kind of talk about the first, you know, month of, of games before you get into the SEC play. Yeah, certainly. I, I think – when we look at, uh, we've got a little unique situation here where we're we're hosting Missouri State at an exhibition game down in Alma High School, and uh, we're excited about that. Um, uh, I feel a, a big responsibility uh, at uh, at Arkansas to support Arkansas volleyball, be it both in the club and the high school. And so, when they reached out and asked if we would do this, um, we we sort of jumped on, on the chance. And we were incredibly fortunate that Missouri State was also in agreement to be able to do that. Um, Coach McRoberts has been a friend, a dear friend, and and I think he understands the nature of trying to grow the sport of volleyball in our region. And so, uh, off we go to Alma High School, and, um, and we'll see what we get. And um, 
but there's some excitement about us coming down there and, and there's some genuine excitement for us to go down there from our, from our team. And that excitement continues when we, when we put this schedule together. And what I think is fascinating is I look at this schedule and go, Oh boy, uh, our team looks at this schedule and says, Hey, this is awesome. Like we, uh, we've grown up watching big 10 volleyball and now I get to go play big 10 volleyball. And, um, and so that's exciting. And for those that may not follow college volleyball, um, the big 10 is probably the deepest and uh, most competitive conference in volleyball uh, in, in the, in the country right now. Um, they're doing a remarkable job with their sport. And uh, I think SEC volleyball is poised to be able to make a run here, uh, especially when we look at the expansion that's coming and we look at Texas and Oklahoma joining it. Vandy is starting a volleyball program um, and they'll be on board in 2025. And so I think if, uh, if the SEC is serious about making volleyball uh, a nationally competitive like it is in we look at softball, we look at gymnastics, we look at women's basketball, we look at those uh, programs, then, then we've got a schedule against the good teams. And, um, and, and so we've, we've done that. But again, like I said, you know, I, I sit here with you and I'm, I'm oh, oh boy. Right? <laughs> but, um, but, but there's excitement about that. And, and I think as a coach, that's what you want. You want your team to be excited about playing volleyball and, and playing against some, some teams. So, um, so, but yeah, that doubleheader against Wisconsin, who is probably going to be number one or number two in the country, uh, is uh, is a challenge. But we're playing them in Bonhill. Yes, and I always like our chances in Bonhill. Well, and I wanted to ask you, you know, during during the COVID year, when you're playing a lot of Saturday Sunday matches, these doubleheaders back to back in the SEC, and then it carried over. I believe um, you did that last year and the year before with some teams as well. How, how do you think that prepares you when now you are playing these teams doubleheaders like with a Wisconsin? You know, the, the kids that, you know, especially with your depth and the veterans, you know, they're used to playing. So it's not like you're asking them to do something new. And also looking at how you open up your SEC season with South Carolina, Texas A&M, and Auburn all at Barnhill – Playing these back-to-backs, how does that transition into when you get in an SEC play and you're just playing once on any given day? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a pretty comfortable format for us because we have been doing it for a number of years where we play the same team back, back-to-back. And, um, and so that's not unusual for us. I think what's a little unusual is not playing somebody back-to-back the same night. So uh, the SEC has reverted to it's an old schedule. Uh, that we had before COVID where we're now playing uh, not the same team Um, and we get a little day in between. uh, And so that's going to be a new format. I mean, we haven't done that format since Jill and Maggie were freshmen. And um, that seems like a long time ago. It does. But, um, but the schedule is, is, is wonderfully challenging, I guess is what we're going to say. But uh, the format of it is a little unique. Uh, the SEC format's going to be a little unique for us. Uh, it's it's home-laden in the early part. It's road-laden in the middle part, and then it's balanced at the end. So um, we'd like a little bit more balanced schedule, but um, 
I've uh, I've learned from Coach Pittman. You know, we play the schedule we're handed, and and um, and that's what we're going to go do. And we're, but um, but this is a group that's pretty excited about it. Well, in, in reality, now we look at where your program's at, where your team's at. Now you've you've built a, a depth. You've built an SEC program. Now it's like, okay, we still have to remember we play in the SEC, and even you look at all the programs around, it just seems like they keep getting deeper and deeper, and then let's throw Texas and OU into the mix. You know, it, it's not getting any easier when it comes to any team in the SEC. You know, Vanderbilt, you know, they're starting a new program. So once they get rolling, that's just going to be another team that you can't take lightly along with Texas and OU. So, you know, again, just really when it comes to – we'll go back to the recruiting standpoint of your your pitch to these kids to still come to Arkansas. Has that changed or is it still the same message that you did with Taylor and Jillian to really try to get these kids that, you know, the chip on their shoulder, as you say, and, and come develop them and be Razorbacks? Yeah, it, it really hasn't changed. And someone asked me that the other day. They asked me, are you excited about uh, Texas and Oklahoma joining the SEC? And I think I think what they wanted me to say was no, right? <laughs> they, 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 they want me to say no. Um, but what you really want, builds excitement about a sport, is that every match counts. You know, like every game counts. And and I know that's hard, right? Because the metric is winning, you know, and, and I know that's hard for fan bases and the coaches and everything like that. But, but if you want to do something in the postseason, you need conference play to be meaningful every night, you know, because that level of competition is what you're after. And um, that's what makes uh, conference play in, in sports that, that make deep runs and win national championships um, that's what makes them so great. And, um, uh, but ask me next year, right? <laughs> ask me next year yeah. what I think about it. Yeah. But uh, right now, um, uh, we need SEC volleyball to be good. We need it to be good. We need it to be um, nationally competitive. And we need uh, programs, not just, you know, those marquee programs in, in our sport to be great. And what we're seeing is we're seeing the elevation of SEC volleyball uh, to eventually I think is going to be on par with what we've come to expect in other sports. And um, so it's nice to be there. And um, uh, I would, as a coach, I think I would be, I would hate to join the SEC now because I think, you know, I think there are good coaches that are figuring some stuff out here in the SEC and it's, it's going to be, it's going to be tough. I think it's going to be tough. And, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to this year, and I'm yeah. looking forward to it down the road, yeah. Well, Coach Watson, again, always a pleasure to have you on and, and really right. highlight your team, your roster. And, again, you know, for, for Jill and Maggie and, and Taylor and all the others, you know, it's just it, it's sending them off in the proper manner of going to the NCAA tournament and staying, like you said, staying at the party for a while. And one more year, finally, with, you know, in, in Barnhill, it's going to be a pleasure to be able to watch all this year and, Looking forward to seeing your success and appreciate everything y'all have done for, you know, the, the women's programs and volleyball around the United States and, and the country of making Arkansas volleyball relevant to where kids want to be a Razorback. And it's been a, a true pleasure to watch this this program grow. Oh. Well, I, I appreciate that. And, and if I haven't said it already, um, 
you know, if uh, whatever success we have and nobody's there to tell our story, then we have the success and, and people like yourself have been so kind and so gracious to, to give us a platform to share our story and, um, and express to those people. I know you're doing it, you know, expressing <laughs> the people who have perhaps aren't volleyball people who, who, you know, aren't familiar with the sport. I know that, that, that you can be uh, one of our biggest advocates for getting people in and that, word of mouth, I think speaks volumes for us. So we are, we are indebted to you for what you're doing for us and greatly appreciate it. And I hope you know that uh, we don't take it for granted. Well, I appreciate those words. And, and again, look, really looking forward to coming up to Barnhill and probably Alma. I mean, like I said, if, if I can yeah. get to Fayetteville, I can go 10 minutes down the road to, to Alma and, and watch y'all play. So, But that will do it for this episode of the Hawk Talk Podcast. I want to really thank Coach Watson for coming on, presented to you by Bet Online, And will we catch you on Wednesday as we have the Arkansas Rugby Club team coach on to highlight their upcoming season. And we will catch you on Wednesday. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.